It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now. I'm starving. On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, bunch of podcasts. This is the show we that's so nice, we do it twice. It is the Fantasy Feast Podcast. Obviously, if you like betting, check out the Even Money Podcast. If you like just daily NFL news from a former player, that's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. If you like college football and betting on college football, the College Draft Podcast. On social, I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. He is at FG underscore Dolan. His name is Joe Dolan. He is the fantasy gangsta. That's why it's FG underscore Dolan. He's the man. Check him out at fantasypoints.com. Use the code 21FEAST, the best fantasy football information out there by far. Joe, uh, I want to start. There's six teams on buys, yeah, including a lot of good players, including last week's performance of the week player for the for the Bacardi Spiced Rum, and that's C.D. Lamb. He had the DraftKings Performance of the Week presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Nine catches, 149 yards, two touchdowns, including the game winner on 11 targets, 39.1 total points. So he's a stud. Bacardi Spice Rum's delicious. DraftKings is amazing. And the question is, what do you do for the people that have guys like CeeDee Lamb? Uh, you, you pick up guys that you have absolutely no desire to start. By the way, I do fully acknowledge that I reverse jinx CeeDee Lamb. Um, be, and I am uh, you, you're welcome for that, by the way. I threw the tweet out there. He's been a massive disappointment for fantasy when he had like two catches for 20 yards against the Patriots, and then he went nuts in the second half. So if you have C.D. Lamb, I'm among those people, by the way. Um, you're welcome for that. Um, Ross, you're going to be starting people that you don't, you never want to start in a fantasy lineup, but such is the nature of fantasy football. I mean, just hope that with all of your seven, uh, uh, with uh, the week seven buys, the six teams on by, that your opponent has to deal with them as well. Um I'm in a couple of leagues where I, I'm I'm getting crushed. I have I have like an entire lineup on by and my opponent has somehow nobody. And it sometimes you just like say, all right, let's get the loss out of the way and we'll move forward. A burn the tape game, if you will. Well, that might be what happens for the Lions because they gotta play the Rams Sunday. Yeah. What are we doing fantasy wise here? It's a double revenge game, Ross. Jared Goff revenge game. Matthew Stafford revenge game. I don't, you know, Stafford doesn't really have uh, a whole lot to gripe about. The Lions traded him to a great team um, and have put him in a position to win a Super Bowl and potentially an MVP. I don't think Matthew Stafford has too much to gripe about. Um, the Detroit Lions uh, last week was almost kind of emotionally the culmination of a lot of awful just luck a, a culmination of some just brutal losses you lose to tucker on the record-breaking field goal you lose to minnesota 
in a shockingly similar way, even after Dan Campbell does the right thing and goes for two to win the football game. Um, and then last week, they just no-showed against the, the Cincinnati Bengals. For Detroit, it was good to see that uh, TJ Hawkinson kind of got off the schneid with a big game. Um, with 11 targets, he had eight catches for 74 yards. You're starting him. DeAndre Swift, it would be really nice to see DeAndre Swift do something in the first 55 minutes of a game, but this guy has been a garbage time master. Check down, check down, check down, check down, check down. Despite, like, doing nothing for, again, 55 minutes of that game, he ends up with 67 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown with five catches as well. Um, I think Jamal Williams is running well, um, and I think Jamal Williams is going to be an important player for the Lions because I think they want to try to keep the ball out of the hands of Matthew Stafford in this game as much as possible. Don't know how much that's going to work. But, uh, oh, by the way, if you need a wide receiver from Detroit, I'm on Ross St. Brown's the guy. If you need to start somebody, um, he's led their receivers in targets in each of the last two weeks, their wide receivers, that is. Um, I'm not thrilled about it because almost everything he did last week was in garbage time. Then again, almost everything the Lions offense did last week was in garbage time. And they'll have plenty of garbage time in this one. And the Rams on the other side? Uh, the Rams are the Rams. Uh, I think you start who you start. Daryl Henderson's a bell cow as long as he's healthy. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, they've kind of Cup, – Cup is Stafford's guy, okay? They had the squeaky wheel game for Woods a couple weeks ago. He obviously got in the end zone. They didn't have to throw the ball much last week against the Giants. Cup is, Cup is Stafford's guy. But Robert Woods, I, I doubt very many fantasy teams this week in particular had the luxury of sitting Robert Woods. He's emerged. They had that weird rotation going with Van Jefferson early. Uh, Robert Woods has kind of emerged as the number two guy. Uh, a guy who's had some really bad luck for fantasy is Tyler Higby because he's playing at uh, like elite rates. He's running elite levels of routes. Um, but Matthew Stafford on a pass where Tyler Higby could have walked into the end zone. Like, flat walked into the end zone. Stafford put it on his back hip. Higby had to adjust to catch it, and he fell down at the one uh, and didn't get the touchdown. I wonder if Tyler Higby gets in the box this week. Hmm. Interesting. Next game's up. Uh, Maybe Dallas Goddard gets in the box. It's the Eagles and the Raiders. The Eagles are without Zach Ertz. He's been traded. Yes. So uh, it could be Dallas Goddard time. They did announce while we were recording this, Tyree Jackson is going to start to practice. Now that's one of the guys that made them uh, that that they decided they trading Zach Ertz was a viable strategy for them. Also, in the fact that you know you get to trade Zach Ertz to a to a contender, you get a, a pick and a young player. It was a trade that made sense for both sides. Now the Eagles, you know, Howie Roseman came out and he kind of challenged. Um, uh, Dallas Goddard. He said, "Look, we know Dallas Goddard's on a contract year. Show us what you can do, man. I think Dallas Goddard's going to be really motivated here to get the bag because uh, he's got an opportunity here going forward to really um, to secure his position as as a, an elite tight end in the NFL. I think he's got the skills. He has not done that consistently." Part of that reason is because he's been splitting snaps and targets with Zach Ertz. One thing I think Philadelphia really needed to do, and I'm not breaking any news to anybody here, they needed to self-scout over this mini-buy. They played last Thursday night, and they played competitively against the Buccaneers. Let's give them some credit. They've had a really difficult schedule thus far, but they are putting way too much on the plate of Jalen Hurts. It's shotgun every play. RPOs every play. Screen pass. 
I look, I understand. Nobody's asking you to to play like you have Derrick Henry in your backfield. But you need to take something off who, who what is essentially a rookie quarterback here. New coach. Run the ball. Run the ball more. The Raiders should present an opportunity to do that. Uh, Miles Sanders has played above 70% of the snaps in each of the last two games. I wouldn't be surprised if Miles Sanders gets 15 carries in this game. And that I know that's not, not like an oh my god prediction, but based on the way they've played so far, kind of is. Um, Devontae Smith, tough matchup with Casey Hayward on the perimeter. I think it's a good week for Philadelphia to self-scout, try to do some smarter things, try to take a little bit off of Jalen Hurts' plate and get the ball into the hands of Miles Sanders. That would be nice. What about anything else for the Eagles before we get to the Raiders? No, I mean, like I said, Devontae Smith, tough matchup. I love Dallas Goddard this week. I just have a feeling about Miles Sanders. Raiders time. Uh, They're making big plays in the passing game. The problem is the entire philosophy of the Philadelphia Eagles is to keep things underneath and prevent big plays. So I don't know how great a game it is for Henry Ruggs, who's been playing really well. I wonder if this is a game for Darren Waller. I mean, not like Darren Waller's been dead. He still has a good target share. Like, I think he's still, like, number two among uh, tight ends and overall target share. But, like, I think I wonder if this is a good game for Darren Waller to kind of start putting up, like, uh, actual, you know, big-time numbers, the numbers that you drafted him in the second round for, because the Eagles do prevent those big games. The Eagles give up a lot of production to opposing running backs, and the, the usage for Josh Jacobs – is the best of his career. 62% snap rate is a career high. The problem is the efficiency is the worst of his career. Per SIS, only Philip Lindsay has been worse in, in uh, points added per play, per run play. I think a lot of that owes to the state of the, of the Las Vegas Raiders offensive line. But the Eagles have been a run sieve this year. I mean, just giving up massive numbers to opposing running backs. They are giving up the six most fantasy points per game. To opposing running backs, pretty good week for Josh Jacobs. It sure is. What about the Houston Texans and the Arizona Cardinals? Um, so the Texans, I mean, even in these bye weeks, I don't know how you have faith in anybody more than Brandon Cooks, who, by the way, got back um, into into you know dominating the target share last week against Indianapolis uh, with 13 targets. Nico Collins is an interesting player coming off of IR. He had six targets. Um, maybe they run the ball with Mark Ingram, who's clearly their lead back. But Ross, I got to be honest with you. Uh, We'll see about Tyrod Taylor. That would be somebody I'd be interested in if he does play. Other than that, I'm not interested in the Houston Texans whatsoever. As for the Cardinals, now they got Ertz. Who who does that hurt? Uh, Rondell Moore, who's just like, he's the biggest, like, he has these big games and then everybody picks him up and starts him. And then he comes out and he runs the fewest routes of their receivers. And he has three catches for 16 yards. Um, they're going to use Rondale more, but they did not trade Ross. They for, for a tight end who's in a contract year and in his thirties, they traded a rookie cornerback who was a six round pick, but still a corner, which is a premium position in the NFL and a fifth round pick next year. That's not nothing like that. It wasn't, a, this wasn't a conditional seventh round pick. They traded, a young p- player, certainly a six-round pick, but one at a premium position, and a fifth-round pick for Zach Ertz. That's not nothing. So I think they're going to use Zach Ertz. And you look back, 
to the usage for Max Williams. Max Williams being injured was the kind of the, uh, the catalyst for this deal. Max Williams, his snap shares, 80%, 74%, 76%, 58%, and then he got hurt. So this was a guy who was getting big-time snap shares, targets of 1, 7, 3, and 5. Zach Ertz is going to play. Now, if you're asking me, who do I want for fantasy, Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz? It's clearly Dallas Goddard because there's a lot more competition for Zach Ertz here in Arizona with DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green and Christian Kirk and the backfield. But Zach Ertz is going to play here and make no bones about that. I just wonder, with this game being the Texans, and the Texans I expect to be uncompetitive. This is actually, I think this spread is 17. It's a three-score spread, which you do not see often in the NFL. Uh, With Chase Edmonds dealing with the shoulder injury the last couple of weeks, I think this is a James Conner game. I think this is a game where James Conner is going to be rostered in a high percentage of DFS lineups because I think it sets up for him with the game script to kind of control the flow. You know where James Conner's from? He is from Erie, Pennsylvania, where you need to make sure you have your car prepared for the bad weather. Trust me, Erie, you're on the lake. You're in the northwest corner of Pennsylvania. You better have new wiper blades. You better have your washer fluid topped off. You better have the new headlights because you know you're going to get that fog You'll get the lake effect snow. Here's the deal. It's fall car care month. Visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Make sure you have the right parts and products for you to be ready to roll and keep your car moving this fall. Again, get in the zone, AutoZone. Who's getting in the zone, the end zone for the Bears against the Bucks, Joe? Uh, <laughs> oh, this offense is killing me. Um, it would be nice to see Justin Fields put up numbers in this game. It kind of sets up for him. This is a defense that not only have teams been unable to run against, they just decided we're not going to run against. The Eagles, of all teams, actually had like the most run attempts against the Bucks in the last three weeks from their running backs. Teams do not run on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It would be nice to see Justin Fields try to run it himself. It would be nice to see Justin Fields throw the ball in this game. Uh, Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, I would hope are guys who can make plays in this game. The Buccaneers have given up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. So I would like to see uh, Justin Fields kind of put uh, 220 yards. I'm not asking a whole lot, Justin. 220 yards uh, go with – Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson as wide receiver threes. Just throwing this out there because I know people are going to ask about him. Khalil Herbert, the running back from uh, uh, from Virginia Tech, the rookie running back for the Bears. He's been their guy in early down situations the last couple of weeks. Um, but I wonder if Damian Williams can get off the COVID list in this game, can Damian Williams establish himself in the passing game? Because that's where teams have to make their hay to score against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What about on the other side for the Bucks? I mean, they're just a machine right now. Uh, Leonard Fournette's been a league winner. He has truly established himself as the lead back in Tampa Bay. Um, and look, he's catching the ball. He's scoring touchdowns. Leonard Fournette is somebody who must be in your lineup. Ross, I'm not sitting any of their receivers. Bar none. 
Mike Evans had the tough matchup. Darius Slay kind of followed him around last week. He had just two catches. Um, Nobody in Chicago can really do that. Uh, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Evans all in your lineup. Could get Gronk back this week as well, for those of you who have been hurting at the tight end position. And obviously Tom Brady. The Buccaneers are easy because you just want to play everybody on this team. The problem is there's only one football to go around, but the upside is so high for all of their players that you just don't want to sit them and risk having a big game, especially in a week. Uh, risk losing a big game, rather. Especially in a week when six teams are on by. Joe, don't look now, but Carson Wentz is playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. He's still taking a couple sacks a game, but they're putting up points. They're winning games, nine touchdowns, one interception. Is he a good streamer this week? San Francisco has injury problems in the secondary, but they're coming off a bye. So I wonder if they're getting a little bit healthier. Josh Norman actually played pretty well uh, in their last game prior to their bye uh, against the Cardinals. They actually followed DeAndre Hopkins with, with Josh Norman. Um the problem for the Colts is the receiving court. Now, you know, Paris Campbell scores one of those touchdowns that Carson Wentz throws. Now he's on IR with a foot injury. T.Y. Hilton picked up a quad injury in that game. It doesn't appear like T.Y. Hilton's quad injury is serious. But, and I think they pulled him out because that game was a laugher. But just keep an eye on it because all of a sudden it could be back to Carson Wentz throwing to Michael Pittman and really nobody else. Which, you know, could make things a little precarious for him. Um, The one thing about Indianapolis, in a game where the Colts controlled the entire damn thing against against Houston, Jonathan Taylor had two carries in the first half. What are we doing here? The guy's the closest thing to Derrick Henry in the NFL that's not Derrick Henry. Big plays are right around the corner. Two carries in the first half. Why do you have to get Marlon Mack involved? I don't get it. It's frustrating for fantasy, but anybody who has Jonathan Taylor sees the two touchdowns and knows this guy should be playing more. It's super frustrating. I don't get it from Frank Reich. I don't get why he's got a you. Uh, uh, only Nick Chubb and James Robinson have more yards after contact per carry than Jonathan Taylor this year. I don't get it. I don't get why. I, I just, uh, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand the usage. I wish I could tell you more, but there's no reason three running backs should be in the rotation here. What about for the Niners? Jimmy so it looks like, yeah, Jimmy G is going to start, which is good news for Debo Samuel. Um, probably good news for Brandon Ayuk. I mean, if Brandon Ayuk doesn't get it done this week, I don't know when he's going to get it done uh, for your fantasy team with six teams on by. Uh, I think Elijah Mitchell is the top back. Jermichael Hasty could be back this week. And I wonder, you know, Trey Sermon played just two snaps in the, in the 49ers final game before the bye. I wonder if he's like even in the rotation at all if Jamichael Hasty's back this week. Elijah Mitchell's their running back. Um, uh, but obviously, George Kittle's on IR. It's kind of Debo, it's Ayuk, maybe, and Elijah Mitchell for me if I'm playing the San Francisco 49er. Um, I think Debo's got a shot to have a huge game this week. Let's get to the last game. It's the Monday Nighter, the Saints off the bye. At the Seahawks, who got the run game going with Alex Collins a little bit in Pittsburgh. Yeah, the problem is Alex Collins now has a butt. He has a he has a glute injury. Um, Chris Carson's <laughs> on IR. Rashad Penny's eligible to come off of IR. They got adult film star DJ Dallas. They've got Travis Homer. I don't know what this backfield's going to look like this week, Ross. Um, we got to keep an eye on this. Um but if Alex Collins doesn't play, DJ Dallas or Rashad Penny, who hasn't played this year, could be could 
Ugh, I mean, yuck. Like, ugh. Um, but wait a minute. Collins finished the game, right? Yeah, but I, he's sore. I, I, he was actually out on the last couple of drives, I believe. They had wow. Homer and Dallas in there. Well, maybe, so, Joe, maybe he can overcome the odds. Maybe uh, Shane Waldron can rewrite the playbook. Maybe Geno Smith can deliver under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. All right, Joe, so what are we doing with Seattle? Uh, we're, I think we're playing DK Metcalf. I think you still have to play Tyler Lockett. He got seven targets. And I, I got to tell you, Ross, we're recording this on Wednesday. I think you got to wait on the backfield. DJ Dallas is the guy, you know, he caught five passes for 33 yards. I'd probably be most interested in if Alex Collins can't play. And then for the Saints coming off the bye? Well, we don't know yet about Michael Thomas, but we haven't really heard anything, which indicates to me that he might not be uh, close to returning uh, from injury. Thank the Lord. Uh, Alvin Kamara's back. Um, That was a rough bye week to lose him. Um, He had a massive game against the team in week five. Marquez Callaway tied for the team lead in targets with eight. The Seahawks' pass defense is a disaster. Jameis might be a viable streamer, and they've designated Traquan Smith to return from IR. Just keep that in mind. Um, if you're dying at receiver, I think you can play Marquez Callaway. And because of the state of the Seahawks' passing defense, I mean, Ross, this thing has been bad. Um, I think you can consider Jameis Winston as a streamer this week. Wow. Okay. I like it. I also like everyone that goes to fantasypoints.com. And uses the code 21FEAST because Joe and his group at Fantasy Points, they drop so much knowledge, it's not even funny. Also love those of you that hit us up on social quote tweets. We love quote tweets. Good chance Joe and I will retweet you if you give a quote tweet saying how much you love the show. At Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, and at FG underscore Dolan. Now I'm officially stuffed and done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, one 800 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.